0: Welcome to the Prime Life Project Podcast, a place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to another episode of the Prime Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today I'm joined by Mr. Wade Smith. Now, he runs, or owns, he's the director of, the Donuts Donut Company in Nottingham. And he's one of the guests that I had in mind when I very first set up the podcast. Another one was Michael Logier from the Law of Attraction podcast, which you guys absolutely loved. But I wanted to get Wade on because, first of all, I had no idea who he was. The donuts from his company are incredible, but I'd heard so much rumours about this guy, I was like, oh, it'd be amazing to interview him. And then, just through completely random coincidences, I was introduced to him, and then a week later, I've got him on my podcast. So, this podcast today is aimed to give you hope that no matter where you come from, where you are right now, as long as you've got the right vision, work ethic, and discipline, and have the right team around you, anything is possible. So... To give you a bit of context, in 2015, Megan and Wade decided to start making and selling donuts with just £10 a wok and in a mother's kitchen. Since then, they've opened up multiple stores in Nottingham, Lincoln, and Leicester, and they sell well over 10,000 donuts a week. This podcast, honestly, is just Wade being completely honest about his life and business. You will never hear someone talk so openly about business. So I encourage you just to sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of Donuts. Welcome back to another episode of the Pramla Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today, sat opposite me in the studio, I have the man, the myth, the legend of donuts. I have Mr. Wade Smith. How are we, Wade?
1: Yeah, good, thanks, mate. You? Yeah.
0: I'm very, very well. And you weren't expecting that intro. And uh, uh, just quite uh, I just caught you completely off guard.
1: The conversation before that was having is... Like... <laughs> I
0: was, was planning it completely. So professional. Like, driving down here, I was just like, <laughs> I know, I'm going to try to a proper it, curveball it, in yeah. there. Like, I've got to, like, just intro him properly. So, that's like it. Uh, I've not really known Wade very long. Uh, again, he just... Uh, just got introduced to him. It was like last week, wasn't it? Last Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Last, last Sunday, we got introduced to Wade and we hit it off straight away. Uh, I interrupted his workout. I kept trying to get away from him. I kept saying, mate, you need to train, you need to train, you need to train. And we just carried on talking, carried yeah. on talking, carried that on is. talking. It's like, right, and we need to actually just do this in a professional manner so that we can get these knowledge bombs that he was throwing at me actually down for you guys. Um, so I'm very, very excited for today because, like, like I said in your trophy, no one really knows anything about you. People, no. people have heard of donuts, yeah. people love donuts. But if you ask who owns it, who owns it? Unless you're from Nottingham, yeah, people yeah. Are like, oh, well, I kind of know this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know him from school. I know <laughs> him through someone, but no yeah. one really knows you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really everyone's really always like,
1: oh, I know that guy, and what? then I'm like, I don't know you, <laughs> and it's just like I've had, it, I've actually had, it, I've had it before where people have come in the store, and there was, um, I was back when I used to do shifts in the store, and people would say, I remember I was behind the counter once, and this guy came in, and he was like, oh, I know Wade, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I know him as well. Was like, oh, what's it like to work for? I was like, you know what, really good. I was like, he's <laughs> such a, such a good boss. Anyway, that was it. I didn't tell him it was me or anything, but I was like, like come on, man, yeah, like, like-
0: do you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, you're killing me. Eh? But the thing is, people like that. Like, I, I get why they do it. Yeah, because like, it, it's just it sounds yeah. like a. a, a, a you kind of want to build that rapport yeah, with the team yeah, kind of thing, yeah. but you at least have some idea. Um, is it Tommy's Shoes? Have you ever heard of a company called Tommy's Shoes? I think, mm-hmm. I think it's called Tommy's Shoes. It's an international company. And basically the whole premise behind that was this guy made these shoes and for every pair that was made, they would send a pair to Argentina for these kids. Yeah. And the company absolutely exploded. It's a multi-million pound company. Uh, and... I was listening to him on a podcast and basically he said the most surreal moment for him was when it was at an airport and this little girl was wearing these shoes. I say little girl, she was like in the teens. And he hadn't got his pair on. So anyway, he went over to her and said, oh, your shoes look really, really cool. And then she started to tell him about his life story That's and amazing. all about Tom. And he just couldn't believe it like because she had no idea who it was. Yeah. And she was just telling it's him. Crazy. But, so it's kind of like that. like yeah. it, it's In that sort of way, people think they sort of know you because... It is a Nottingham brand. Yeah. And like Nottingham's almost like proud of yeah. having you, if that makes sense. And that's the thing is like Nottingham's a really, Nottingham's a
1: small place. Yeah. Like the thing that I've found with Nottingham is there is no city in the UK like it. No. You can't, like location, like everything's clustered together, but it's it's far enough to travel. Do you know what I mean? For for me, if people say that they know me and stuff, I I like it. I like it because the more people I know in life, the more opportunities and everything... That opens up for me, mm. like I, you know, I think owning a company like Donuts and stuff, you have personal views, you have opinions, you have things that you have like that are close to you. That you know your views on life, but you have to be neutral with everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because of you are a brand. Do you mm. know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to real really do at the minute. I'm trying to build a, a personal brand. I'm trying to build, you know, not just Wade who owns Donuts. It's I want to be a. I want to be someone who people can go to about business and, mm. you know, and I've not, I've not got all the answers. No. I really have not, but I've made a ton of mistakes and I've lost
0: hundreds of thousands of pounds in the process. Mm. And that's what value is to people. Do you know what uh, I mean? And, and that's what it's, and, and again, straight away, we've not even been recording for five minutes and you've already given value because this is the thing that me mean, you were talking about mm. and why we got off so well, because we share the same views. Yeah, yeah. And this is my whole thing with the Prime Life Project. Like I'm teaching my coaches mm. all the mistakes that I made. Yeah. yeah. So they don't have to do it. 100%. And literally as soon as we had this conversation, like I was almost, like I said to you, I was like, How can I add some value to you? Yeah. How can I add some value yeah. to you? And then you're adding value to me and it's yeah. back and forth and just a very natural pure thing. Mm. So I want to take it all the way back today. I sort of had this I said this at the start, like before we get really deep into business, I wanna just take it back mm. to the little wade. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. talk to me then about your childhood. Was being a business owner or a baker, donut maker, like yeah. what, was this part of the master plan? Like what what was your life like growing up? So throughout my whole life, my mum was in and out of hospital. She's got um
1: she's had twenty-four replacements, so knee, shoulder, hip, ankle, her hands are fused, her feet are fused. She she has like now, she's amazing. She does she's got a little business that I hope to help set up with her, um, and everything like that. So she was in and out of hospital all my life. She nearly died two, three times when I was younger. So I pretty much lived with my grandma and granddad for, um all my life, which they're amazing. Yeah. I class them as my mum and dad. You know, Mother's Day and then I get some um a mum card, yeah. Father's Day. My granddad gets a dad card. Um, my dad left when, he, when I was two. Um, I had, like, stepdads all throughout my life. I had about three. And this is the thing, like, it's really weird when I talk to people about this because, like, my missus, her mum and dad broke up when they were when she was about 15, 16. Yeah. But it really affected them. And I kind of sat there once at Christmas, and they were all talking about it. And I was like, I've had, like, four dads. Like, mm. this has happened to me four times. But you get to a point where it's not... It, it was just like, it was just a bad selection of men for yeah. my, my, that my mum did. Do you know what I mean? But you know, we don't always make the right decisions and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm sure if she could go back in time, she wouldn't do that now. But again,
0: yeah, look where it's led her to be
1: now. So if exactly. it like, it's like, yeah. happens for a reason, the time yeah. you can't see it, and it's a fucked up yeah. situation. But. Um, and so, yeah, that was it. I kind of, I kind of, I lived my night on granddad all my life. Um, I was big as a kid. Like I was, I was really overweight as a kid because I, I didn't, do anything. I, you know, I can't pinpoint that, that it was my mom and stuff. I just had this, I was in this weird rut where I just didn't want to, like, getting up, like, on a Saturday, I'd get up and i just play World of Warcraft with my mates. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'd stay over at my mates all weekend and I'd never go out. And when I, mem- I remember, I was year seven. And I remember, I, st- I mean, year seven, I must have been, I mean, you know, what? it's mad, in it? Like, you know, when you're in year seven, you think, oh, I'm growing up. Yeah. You drive past the school, you see year seven, like, wow. they're tiny. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how are you still like my like my nephew my nephew and niece they are they're in the last year of school and i'm like you're still a child yeah it's mad isn't it when i was your age i was like i was thinking i was like the boy do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. um and i remember year seven uh i stood on the scales and um at the day of year seven and i weighed 11 stone and i must have been i was tiny i yeah. was tiny i had like a e. 42 inch waist. And it was always that thing of like, oh, he'll he'll grow out of it and stuff. And the thing is, it my non and granddad kind of just gave me stuff yeah. because I had this void in my life that wasn't there, which was my mum because she yeah. was in hospital. I mean she was in hospital for two years at one point. And um we used to go up and see her every day. And that was it. Throughout so school, got bullied. Bullied purely because of that you were overweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bullied. Um just kind of
0: it was really really like like I feel like when I think back to it like school was a graft yeah like because were you aware of the impact of your mum not being there had on you at the time no no like because you just get up and go you, you know you've got no problems at that, at that age you don't get you know? everything do you
1: I was kind of when I was getting and, and the thing is so the people I, I am like you know forgive and forget mm. the people who used to bully me you know I talk to them mm. but I always say to them like I never forget what you've done yeah. and for me where would i be I, I i didn't do well at school because mm. of it constantly looking over my shoulder about like what people were saying and i think that kind of stemmed from it and then then what happened is it stopped to progress year 8 year 9 year 10 everyone started getting taller um and like i kind of just kept getting bigger yeah. and i kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger um and it was a real never had a girlfriend at school yep. never had a girlfriend First one in my year to lose my virginity, proud of that, 13 years old, <laughs> a bit weird. Um, biggest kid in the school. Where, I
0: where, about, to where, where about some did you grow up? Uh, Farnborough, Farnborough. Okay. Yeah, okay. so uh, um, it was Clifton, but I went to Farnborough school. Okay, um, okay. but I was then, When you say 13 years old, I'm thinking, what kind of area have you grown up in? So it's Clifton. Shout out Clifton. Yeah, I know, yeah, that's <laughs> it.
1: Um, and yeah, kind of, like, like I said, like, my mum was in and out of hospital. She was there. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like... You know, she was doing her best. Yeah, like I always had like everything I wanted. Do you know what I mean? Like my mum... I mean, imagine like, I always think about it, and it it kind of chokes me a little bit. But my mum was at eighteen, nineteen. She had a life took away because of she couldn't work. And then there's a thing. There's a thing with it, and I think she was saying that it's like the rheumatoid arthritis comes on when you have some people can get it whilst they're whilst they're pregnant mm-hmm. and when they have kids. But it don't get it, you can't get it from like um a female, you can only get it from a male. Mm. So I kind of feel partly responsible because when my sister had when she had my sister, mm. she was fine. She was she lived a life, she carried on doing what she was doing. And then she had me and it just kinda of went downhill. So I kind of feel I don't feel responsible for it, but it's just kinda of like I think there's always that thing in the back of my mind where I'm like, you know what? That's it. <laughs> it's just hard to kind of take, yeah, you know, because no, I mean? no, no, yeah. like, that, like right now, my mum's probably sat in my own just sat watching TV. And yeah. And I, the thing, the thing is, I love it to bits and I wish I could see it more now. Yeah. But the only way I can, that I'm a busy guy and I know family should always come first and I get that. But my, as long as I just keep doing what I'm doing and my mum can turn around and go, Marcel owns that yeah. do you know what I mean
0: and, and you're looking after so it's not you just doing it and ignoring no. it like I said no. you helped us up a business yeah, yeah. so it's not like yeah. you're not just making us money ignoring no, it in case of like no, you are no. giving back it's just you, you can't spend all your time no. with it because then you don't no. have the business to run no. and that's that fine yeah, balance yeah. isn't it and you know I can't really
1: you know devote as much time as I would like to um, but I don't know yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. that's the thing um, yeah I went co- and then I've f- uh so go back to school, finished school, came out of crap grades, went to college, felt it was like a fresh start. Mm. you know what I mean like you go to college, you're in smaller classes, you know you become friends with people, and I was there for like two three years mm. um did uh, studied sport coaching, still playing rugby. I always knew that I was going to be something that's all I ever wanted to be. I wanted to be a guy that when you walk in a room people like that so and so mm. Do you
0: know who he is? But he didn't, I mean. Did you have any idea of what you wanted it to be? Not in just case you had a feeling that you no. wanted to be something but no. no idea what it I, was? I, I, I've done like a lot of self-reflecting on it recently and I, like to
1: try and come in this like real, trying to find myself stage in my life at the minute. I've got a lot of things like coming up, I've just brought a house, you know, my life's becoming more grown up. I don't do you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm using this as a great opportunity to kind of tick off a lot of things on that process. Um, But I feel like I always knew I was different. Mm. I didn't have a work ethic when I was younger. I just, you know, they'd ask, my, my stepdad asked me to cut the grass and I'd, I'd, do, I'd do the minimum I can. Like, I'd never, oh, I'd be a right bodge. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get it done. Um, I just wanted to be, I knew I'd be someone. Because yeah. I, I was kind of that guy, you know, like year 11 at school, I was kind of, I was the funny one because yeah. the fat one's always the funny one. I was going to to you, yeah. was that then your
0: identity? Because you didn't really yeah. have like the, the yeah. quote unquote looks yeah, that yeah. people had, yeah, but yeah. you were the funny one. Yeah. So the people wouldn't actually drawn to you yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I was,
1: and I was the nice guy. So then,
0: the, that's interesting, isn't it? Because then that whole thing about you being the fatter one, mm. it then honed your skills to be more of a people person yeah, yeah, yeah. because people wouldn't necessarily be drawn yeah, to yeah. you quote unquote because of your appearance. Yeah, yeah. But you then had to hone the skills of actually having the communication, gift of the gab, all that sort of stuff, like potentially sales, because you have to almost sell yourself to people almost. That's it. It's
1: mad, isn't it? Um, Yeah, mate, I totally agree. I think it's, but I don't think you can teach that stuff. No, you can't. I think you just kind of, you either, there's, there's two ways it can do you. You can either become that guy who you never talk to no one, and it's just the guy in the class who's just kind of like, they're quiet. Or you'd be the one who's like, I'm here. You know what I mean? And, and I'm going to have a laugh mm. and I'm here to just, I'm not taking this, not taking life seriously. I, I end up getting a, a job in a residential home, um, really, really. And I, and everyone who works in a residential home, they do not get enough credit. Mm. They, people like, oh, you look after old people. Yeah. You look after old people with dementia, mm. with like terminal illnesses, like these people are coming to the end of their life. Mm. Like this is the, you know, the stories that these people had. Don't wrong, there was good times, there was bad times. Like when people used to ask me, what did I do? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm a support worker. And I've never really gone into detail of it because I didn't want people to think little of me. Do you know what I mean? That's interesting. I yeah. didn't. It was really. I mean, I loved it. Mm. I loved it. I loved the, you know, the people I work with. <clears throat> the people I work with were great everything like that and as know. you said
0: imagine some of the stories that you heard from some, again obviously you got the good and the bad because obviously yeah. you, 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 you've seen people potentially dying yeah, yeah. but then the ones that are at the start of that journey yeah. some of the stories that they've got it's like you've got you, people can read books yeah. they can do whatever yeah. but actually to hear some stories from people that have done it mm. and just that I imagine some of the information and the knowledge that you got from these people was unreal well there was a the, we had a guy in there we had a guy in there and I became like you
1: get like you become like really good friends with like some of the residents and stuff you know if you if you if you go food shopping, you'll pick them a bit of somewhat up. You know what I mean? Mm. They almost become like your grandparents. Yeah, step yeah, weird. Yeah.
0: Um, is that why you enjoyed it so much, don't you think? Because obviously your grandparents sort of raised you up. Yeah, so, so I, you were used to yeah. quote unquote being in that and sort I was of age the bracket atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, like um, and I, I there was this one
1: guy who I looked after, and um, he was like obviously I got talking to him and stuff, and it turns out he was a director of Fred Perry. He was one of the directors of Fred Perry, and he got the job by he just answered. He just there was a job title like a job ad in the paper it just went down when he was younger got the job and he was like every day champagne lunches he says just at like you know every three months brand new car the life do yeah. you know what i mean um but as as i was kind of working there um i kind of i kind of started looking around and i was like you know the people who are here have been here for a very long time and i don't see no one driving a ferrari you know what i mean yeah, yeah. then a person who is is driving you know something amazing is the, is the, the director yeah, yeah. who's got 27 of these homes so i was like right okay i really need to really need to kind of crack on but like previously that like caught a big bit out but i was like obviously still being overweight this is going back to when i was at college still being overweight um got to a point when i was really big i was about 20 I, I, my heaviest was like 24 stone four like fifty six inch waist. And I'm I'm so short. Like I'm 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 like a kid. Do you know how tall are you? Like five five, something like that. Um and I was playing football. Um and I was really worried. Like I kind of like just carried on because I thought like, if there's nothing wrong I've probably just got and my mum and yeah. my granddad was like it's just trapped wind I'm yeah. like I've got a shooting pain yeah. going on yeah. <laughs> my left arm I was like I've got every every sign is telling me that I'm bad to have an. eye. Yeah. It's like you're telling me it's wind Um, you know like old people like yeah. oh have you had vinegar and it's like <laughs> <laughs> have I had vinegar <laughs> like no it's fucking nine in the morning what would I have vinegar on um, and um and then I went to get mum picked me up rushed me to hospital took me to hospital and I sat there Get me an ECG, um, took my blood pressure and everything. He said your blood pressure's high. Um, but again, we can't tell you something's gonna happen unless it happens. Um But he did say he was like, I don't think being twenty nearly twenty five stone is helping. So I kind of walked away from that and I was like, right, I'm gonna gonna do I'm gonna do something about this. And I just ended up dieting. Mm. So I feel healthier started training at castle gym um and i was over a pressing I, had, I was over a pressing did 120k over a press like got it up to my shoulders mm. and i did it and as i was doing it i leaned back just herniated four discs in my back straight oh, away um and that's why i wear a belt mm. now really embarrassing because when people see you like i've got like a mild got like a like, bit of tendonitis in my in my arm. And like when I'm picking up like a 4K dumbbell to warm up mm-hmm. and I've got a belt on, I'm like, really go for it, people are like, God, this guy's a joker. <laughs> um got that, end up in hospital again. Um felt like I was paralysed the next couple of days. So I've had like a lot of setbacks. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. I've had, you know, when people when you hear people's lives, you realise I like kind of cushy they've had it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like,
0: um It's sort of relative isn't it? Like some people like in their lives something made one thing'll happen, but it'd be it will completely fucking knock them off track. Like for example, that bullying situation, yeah. like you sort of dealt with it and yeah. your thing was, well, kind of some country, I like, fuck you. I'm oh, yeah. going to just be the funny guy, but yeah. then some people that they like, cripple them yeah. for their entire lives. Yeah. So it's all relative. And I people sometimes deal with it. But yeah. again, you've had like these, these setbacks. It's like, it wasn't all in one area. It was like different sort of oh, areas man. and sort of it, stuff like that. I felt like my life was
1: every time I was taking a step forward, there was just a wall there yeah. and it was like, fucking hell man, just let me get, get again. going. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, I'm like, I shouldn't have tried to do that. 120k over yeah.
0: press. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have ate all that food. I kind of, it's,
1: you know, I've only got myself to blame you, for all this you stuff. You
0: take a personal accountability because I think yeah. there's a lot of people that blame life. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, I'm a massive believer in everything, everything you're like, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and mm. you've put that there yourself yeah. through whatever you're doing. So for yeah. example, like that, that you knew full well that you were eating that food. Yeah, no yeah. one was forcing you to do it. No. You did that yeah. and you've owned it and all the other stuff, you've owned it. Mm. And I think a lot of people like to play the victim role yeah. And there is only so long that will work for until your life. You are fucking ninety years old. and Your life's a shit show. Yeah, yeah. And it's like oh fuck. You,
1: you, you've, you know. It's like the biggest thing I come across as a director is people's finances. You know, running a business, being close to your stuff. You always hear these comments of like a joke, like pay rise, and do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and you are always like, oh yeah. And I always say to him, make no mistake. Like I was, I was twenty two, and I was on hundred pound a week. I was on £100 a week all my life. The only break I got was when I worked at the residential Mm -hmm. room. I was probably on 220 pounds a week. Um, And I says, at the end of the day, I'm here because I put myself there. You're there because you put yourself there. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? No one's told you to get a credit card. No one's told you to
0: live life on the edge with, you know, constantly in the red. But it's the thing. No one's told people not to do that. And this is the problem. Yeah. It's, so no one's told them to do that. But nowadays, the world's set up yeah. for that to become, Also, oh, you want this car? Oh, get it on finance. Yeah. Oh, you want this holiday? Oh, credit card. Yeah, yeah. And then you got the whole thing with Christmas. It was like, fucking, is that uh, a stupid thing where you can buy your Christmas presents now and pay it back next year? Yeah. Okay, great, what happens next year? Yeah, yeah. And you, you to all his debt. Yeah. But that's the thing, no one's taught how to imagine, manage money, budget. We're not taught that. And that's one the biggest thing that I had to learn. I've literally now just got myself out of debt last year because I got myself into such fucking debt mm. Because no one told me. Yeah. And I was like, for fuck's sake. But now I've managed to just get myself out of debt. And it's so liberating when you understand money. Because it's not right. hard. But no one even talks about money. Right. Just the word money yeah. is almost seen as nasty. So again, yeah. you've got your members of staff. And it's like, they see it was like this seems like this oracle almost. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because you've got this fucking nice car. You're in this. But it's like, yeah. you literally weren't born like that. Yeah, yeah. Like You weren't coming from yeah. a rich thing. Yeah. But then this is why I wanted to really get you on today is because you're just a normal fucking bloke from yeah, Clifton. yeah. yeah. And you sit opposite me. There's nothing special about you. Mm. You're just a normal, down-to-earth fucking bloke. Mm. And what you've achieved, and people don't see that normally because they see these celebrities yeah. and they think, oh, "I can't achieve that."
1: Well, the thing is, I just have a series of rules. Mm. That's it. And barriers. That's yeah. it. These things I do, and these things I don't do.
0: What sort of rules do you have then? Talk to me about that. that sounds, that's interesting.
1: You can't if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Just outwork work, everyone. It's like what we talked about last week. Hard yeah. work beats talent. Um, just do you go to bed every night and thinking I've done as much as I can today? That's a bit, that is, <clears throat> you have to switch that on and switch that off. Yeah. Cause you can't live like that every day. As much as you watch these people like Gary Vaynerchuk and all these people who are like million miles per hour, like 3am guy. You know what I mean? They've got like a, they've got like a, um, a desk with a treadmill on it and it's thinking it's not physical. Yeah. It's not possible. Do you know what I mean? You can, your brain cannot operate that much. Um, you can't make those decisions. You can't fire those signals off as fast as that person there. And I think that that's the thing is, I think that you've got these guys there who are, everyone's like, Phew. I mean, cause I, you know, when I first started listening to audiobooks, I was like, God, I'm not doing enough. Like oh, that, those guys, those guys are the ones who are, that's what I need to be. So I started getting up, you know, 4am club and I did it, I did it for a bit, but all that was happening was my training, my life outside of work, everything was kind of taking a bit of a plummet. Um, Mental health Mm. was a massive thing. Mm. Um, And what I realised is that you've got those guys and you've got, you know, average Joe goes to work nine to five. I'm in this middle ground. Mm. I can take aspects of that and aspects of this. I shouldn't have to feel bad for not getting up at four in the morning and... Churning through my emails and you know doing this, doing that. There's times when you have to do it. Mm. Business owner, you know, you're not confined to a nine to five. You, you know, the more out, the, le- the less time you sleep, the more hours you have to work. Yeah. That's kind of one thing to live
0: by. But then it's like, how productive are you during those times that you are away? And exactly. this about like four AM club, I've done that as well. Yeah, yeah. And you look at these people, it's like great, but then you're so fucking tired, mm. you can't get anything done. Exactly. So you wake up at four o'clock, but if it takes you two hours to get going, yeah. Six o'clock. Okay, yeah. but then if it's six o'clock, you can wake up, have a shower, and get going. Yeah, you yeah. might as well just stay in bed for yeah, two yeah. hours. Like, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. And, I, and I'm so glad you made that sort of point with it because people, I, I do the exact same thing. You look at all these high-end people and think, "I've got to do this. I've got to do this," and you feel shit that you're not doing it. And it's just like actually, all you've got to learn is how to prioritize, as what you said, prioritize and manage your time better. Oh, wonderful! And people will try and do a million things in a day. And my thing is like, I will do three things in a day, mm. three key things yeah. that are going to move my life forward. And if I get them done by twelve o'clock. My day's one. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. I can do extra. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But just three key things to move my life forward. Yeah. yeah. Done. Because that
1: thing, you do those three, three things a, d- a day for a week. It's 21 things a week.
0: Mm.
1: How many people do you know who accomplish one thing they do and to that, progress their life in a, in a
0: month? And this is the you point. I mean? and, 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 and you, people like yourself get to where you are because you do things mm. and you take steps forward. Yeah. Most people don't, they don't take that personal responsibility of, first of all, where the fuck are you going? Yeah, yeah. And I say to people all the time, the first thing I say to people is, where do you actually want to go? Yeah, because yeah. at the minute, if you don't have a clue where you're going, life's going to dictate to you. So you're going to be moving forward, but you're not going to be going in the direction you want to be. No. So, first of all, where the fuck are you going? Yeah, and yeah. how can you get there? And then what things you have to do to move that forward? Yeah. And people just don't do that. They're, they're busy, but you actually look at what they're doing, it's like a rocking horse. Mm. They're moving, but they ain't making no fucking progress yeah, yeah. because they're just busy doing stupid things up at three o'clock in the morning. Okay, but what are you actually achieving to move yeah, your life forward? Yeah. Are you just fucking firing off emails for no reason? Are you just on your Instagram? Okay, cool. So you're posting on Instagram every day. You've got 100,000 followers. You've got a million followers. Okay, what are you then doing with those million followers? Yeah, yeah. yeah you look fucking yeah, brilliant. But then what yeah. if Instagram closes down? Yeah, yeah, Then what? Have you completely lost your business? Because exactly. if you're relying on Instagram solely to run a business, you haven't got a business. Wow. And people don't seem to understand this. Yeah. And it's that whole thing. of. again, I'm glad we're having this conversation about it because you've got your Gary V's. who <laughs> are brilliant. Yeah but it's just not relative and relatable to the normal average jail. And I think yeah. that's sometimes why people don't start because they're like, well, I can't do that. Yeah. I don't know where to do it. It's like, just do one thing.
1: They're setting it, they're setting it to They're setting the standard too high. They're mm. setting it to the point where, and you know, these people are people where no one will ever say no to. Them. Mm. If you're sat having a podcast and any say if Gary eventually was there right now, he could say that business is crap we should all cut, shut our businesses and you'd listen mm. and you'd really consider it because he's a man of power it. He? he's someone of thinking no one would ever turn around and go you're fucking wrong mm. no I don't agree with that do you know what I mean like that's the thing for me where I take aspects of everything mm-hmm. do you know what you I mean to, yeah. I, to, I take advice oh there was a bit of advice I took from someone the other day oh that was it my mate Jack We went to the peak district uh, sorry um, the lake district and we was there and we climbed this climbed this mountain and he said, "It said this thing like, no matter how bad the world is, that river there just keeps on flowing. And I was, I kind of thought about it and I was thinking about it all day and I was like, it's so right. Time is a healer. Time time just, things will always keep moving. And whether you get frustrated with something now, like if you get angry with a situation or something, it's going to be done. It's, we're going to forget about it tomorrow. Do
0: you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is the thing. Um... People are so paralysed, aren't they? They don't they don't start because they're worried about the, the failure and stuff. It's like, yeah.
1: but, it's, not, it's not the end of the world. But that's the thing. I think there's, there's always two sides to everything. It's like, do you know them people where it's like, there's a problem, and they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. You have to be. There's, I, I agree with that, but I also agree with tackling that fucking problem. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've got to stomp your foot sometimes and go, no, this is fucking wrong. But then sometimes you've got to go, that's... I, that's it. I don't need to think about that because that's just pointless. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, people are blasé about it. Mm. I love that word, blasé. Yeah. You know, I, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, you got someone in. If it's if it's something that don't affect them, <clears throat> if it's something that don't affect them, they're they're blasé about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I find. Like, you need to, as a business owner, you you, you have to just be. The guy, yeah. it's dead weird. Like, you got to be the best at everything. You got to know how to do everything. You've got to be the one for people to come up to and ask for advice. You know what I mean? And generally, you're winging it. Mm. You know, someone says, "What should we do about this?" No one's above me going, mm. "That's the answer." I'm there, like, and all I do is in every situation that I don't really understand, I just break it down mm. and make it as simple as possible. Yesterday, take for example, we had a problem with donuts that um, didn't get. Um, they were put on a bakery rack and they didn't get put they put to the other side of the bakery so our logistics guy presumed that there wasn't none to take he does a really good job he's a maiden rate. makes my life so easy and um, he came back and I, I came back from setting up this market in Leicester and I, they were still there and my phone was blowing off like on the way like, like on the way back it was like I was getting a phone call off the supervisor phone call off on the bakery guys phone call off my missus you know, all this stuff coming to me, what can I do about this? And I walked in and I went, I'm really disappointed. And I had a really good chat with him on Saturday, on Friday. I was like, I'm really proud of everyone this week being on short staffed, We've really pulled through. And I just turned around and says, really disappointed. I take everything I said yesterday back. I was like, and all I'm going to do now is drive nearly 200 miles round trip to just go deliver this one donut. And I did it. And that's the simplest thing. Like, Let's deal with the problem, then we'll talk about it after. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people go fucking screaming, going mad. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's because people there weren't taking responsibility. They were trying to push the brain onto someone else. Yeah. And
1: it's, then it It was was, like, the first story was, it was like, it was this guy's fault. Then it was like this guy's fault. And then it was this guy's fault. Just around. I was like, at the end of the day, we're never, ever going to get to the bottom of it. I was like, you've all let me down. That's it. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know what I mean? It's not that they let themselves down, because again, Donuts got like a standard of stuff. Oh yeah. And again, the kind of person that you are, again, from from Chatting to you, again, I say, chat to you briefly. Like the conversation we had last week was fucking one mm. of the deepest conversations I've mm. had when it comes to business mm. with someone I never knew. Yeah. So it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So and again, you're, uh, you the way you, you sort of seem to do things, like you do care about your staff. Yeah. Then it comes a point where because you are very friendly with them and pally pally. Yeah. When sort of that happens and it's cost you time, it's cost you money, and it could cost your reputation, mm. you have to put your foot down and be like. You've let yourself down. Yeah, yeah. You've let me down. Yeah. Ain't fucking acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Because for them, for them to actually hear those words come out of your mouth, mm. it's gonna be like oh fuck. And because oh. you are friends with them, you don't like to let your friends down.
1: Yeah. Well it's like that's 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 the thing. Again, like we talked about it last week. I've got a great relationship with my staff. Amazing relationship with my staff. Um my when I refer to my staff, I refer to my bakery team. And all the staff in general, but like my bakery team, because I work with them every day. Mm really close. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm going out for dinner today with uh, one of my bakers and his missus. Do you know what I mean? Like there's not many directors who do that. Um, but you kind of, there's been a little bit of people kind of throwing each other under the boss. You know, this guy did this, this guy did that. Yesterday I says, I never really say stuff like this. I says, but you all work for me. I was like, so you're all going to get along. Stop telling me how bad each other person is. I says, if you're bad at something, fix it. Mm. And then as the conversation progressed, I was like, you know, I'm not like this. I never, I'm never like this. I says, this is one or two occasions a year when I have to say something to you. I was like, and this is one of them. So just take it, take it on the chin. I said, I'm not falling out of you. I says, I'm disappointed. You have let me down. You know, I'm waiting to kind of see what happens if we can kind of fix this. I'm not fixing this problem. You guys can sort this out. Um, And it was all down to this whole big drama yesterday of, you know, eight hours of sorting these problems out and Driving 200 miles to go deliver a donut that was like 15 quid. Mm. All this was because a bakery rack was 10 yards away from it where it needed to be. And I says, that's it. That's, that's what it was. But did you have a nice uh, drive though? No, <laughs> no, no it, was, it was pissing down rain. I was, in more, I was in the new van, and I was just like, "Fucking!" Yeah, I was like,
0: "At least it's funny." Everyone thinks the life's all glamorous in the director because he's got a fucking nice ass car yeah, outside. Yeah. Everything's got to live, the, live the high life. There's um, you in a fucking van in the, in van. the rain, yeah. fucking two hundred miles. So it's driving, not all glamorous. And,
1: and that's what I mean. Like driving around in the van, and <laughs> the van needed fuel. I've gone to pull, I put. I filled up the tank. I've like looked in my wallet. I'm like, "Where's my business bank card?" I was like. I was like, rang Ray. I was like, Ray, you got my bank card?" He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, for fuck!" So I had to put back in, like, my money. And I know he's like, I was down for, yeah. like, your business is a separate entity. Yes, it's a thing that supports itself. So, and I'm there, like, and I'm, it's like, you, you, it's so mad because, like, if you see a pair of trainers, boom, I'll have them. Yeah. Apple Pay, yeah, man, they're mine. I'm going to look fresh. Whereas I'm in the bedroom station and I'm like, I'm really don't want to put my own money <laughs> to pay for this fuel for the van for the business i own but then i was like yeah, yeah do it. Got do it. It. i was like i was like in a mood i was like, oh, like 60 quid i'm fuming about that do you know what <laughs> i mean i, I was like I've just had to put 60 pound and she was like yeah and she's like i'll give it you back i was like oh all right
0: but um but yeah so we, we kind of skipped a massive section yeah so i want the, the biggest question for me that i want to know this is my, my, my personal thing how on earth like did like the the whole concept of donuts actually come about like take me back to when it actually the the idea sprung and then it first happened because again i've I've, I've in the the intro like it was the story about just happening in the kitchen like just take me back to this whole thing like paint the picture for me of what it was like so i remember we were i remember we were sat there um on the settee, and
1: me and megsworth and we watched that diner's drives and dives that um food program we had a guy with a white spiky ear he's got yep. crackers <laughs> He was like wow that's amazing <laughs> um and there was a donut coming on there and i says oh i said do you know what i says I could do with making it. i said why don't we have, why don't we make some donuts he was like no no no," because she was going to wait work away at the time no. Um, so the the next day i think um I, it, it's been, it's, it's, it's a bit fuzzy because it's yeah. been in my, it's been in my yeah, five, yeah, six years, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? A lot of, lot of things gone, gone off. Um, and then we ended up going, I, on the way back from work, I, I borrowed a 10 off my own on Grandad for some fuel. And I pulled into the Sainsbury's in Ruddington and, um, just brought some ingredients, made them, and then, um, put them on Facebook and then Rupert brought. And at it's mad, isn't it? I ain't seen Ru. I ain't seen Ru for a year and a half, two years. Yeah. We're doing a podcast talking about business. You want to know the story of how it all began? And the guy who brought my very first box of donuts just walked, walked the in. the gym. Yeah, crackers, isn't it? You know universe. I mean? That's fucking. It's Mate. a sign from the universe. Um, and that was it. And then we 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 were doing it. And then we put it on Facebook again. And was like, does anyone want any? So you just literally just made this batch of donuts. Just for, just for, for, just plain donuts. Just pulled a recipe off the internet. Yeah. Just kind of figured it all out. Um. I was putting things like cornflakes on them and stuff like that. If you go into the Nottingham store, there's actually a photo of a stud in my nonna and granddad's kitchen with a, with a Tupperware tub with the two doughnuts in that we made.
0: The very first ones? Yeah, yeah. Know, really.
1: um, and we've still got the wok. If you go into the Nottingham store, because we used to fry doughnuts in a wok, cause it yeah. was the only thing that would hold enough oil. Yeah. Um, if you go into the Nottingham store, the wok's hanging up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just hung up on the wall. Um, I remember when we, we opened the new Nottingham store, Michelle, Megan's mum, brought me there. What can she get it, me? I was like, oh mate, <laughs> I was like, fucking,
0: what am going to do with this? Just, like, <laughs> chugged, like,
1: that's like magically stuck to the wall, um, and yeah, that was it. And then, you know, I, I think we're, you know, there's a lot of people baking from home. Yeah, lockdowns really kind of push that for mm-hmm. people. Um, I think we are leaders. I think we are the ones. It seems to me like after we did it, a lot of people started doing like own baking stuff and things like that. And we, we are, when we go to events and festivals and stuff, we are the company that people like, a lot of people do say like started this because you've seen you guys like how well you was doing and stuff like that, which is amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, not donuts, but it's like different food. Yeah, business, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that was it. And then we kind of, we got a mentor. If you've Ever been to Oscar and Rose's? Um, the guy who owns that Ollie, he became well, actually, I was on the staff too at Christmas. And Meg was and he used to, um, he used to have these, used to do his pizzas out of Dad's Kino. Oh, yes, Daz, yeah. he used yeah, to have yeah. And um, Meg was talking to him whilst I was playing beer pong, uh, whilst I was playing uh, ping pong with my uh, staff. And I was, and like, if you ever met Ollie, he's really much like just the coolest guy that yeah. I met like used to be a lawyer started making pizza got his own restaurant okay. I tried wanted to expand realised it will not for him just wanted this little pizza shop that provided him a nice life do you know what I mean like no drama no stress but that's
0: the dream isn't it? and the people think that they've always got to have this massive amount of money and, oh mate. but I think most and this is something that I've learned recently like I always had this financial goal I wanted to earn I've changed that financial goal to just financial freedom mm. So I ain't got a number on it. Yeah. I just want financial freedom yeah, yeah. and whatever that looks like where you don't have to worry. Yeah. You, you, you're not wanting multi, like hundreds of millions of pounds. Yeah. It's just financial freedom yeah, yeah. where you can have what you want, live comfortably and not have to worry, which up up the most morning. people want.
1: Yeah, you can get up in the morning and you can go do what you want. But yeah, just going back to the Oli. He was talking to Meg and I was like, looked over and I was like, what's this guy doing? Like, he's chatting my bird up. <laughs> Gone over, had a chat with him. And he was like, "We was like, I'll start making donuts and selling them. It's like, oh, no way. Anyway, we started talking. Um, and he's like, I really want to get into this like mentoring thing, like consulting with business. And he was like, I'd really like it if you guys would let me mentor you, all for free. And he did. And he did that for about three years. And the maddest thing is, like, I could not see him for months. Like, I was, when I was, I was walking back to my car in, I'd probably say, like, January. I popped him in town, mm-hmm. went to a shop, um, did a bit of work, walking back. Um, he's at the window like that. And, like, and I've seen him, I've like waved at him. And he's like, waved at me. He's like, come on. He's like, do you want to come in for a beer? I was like, yeah. Literally sat down, went through just like eight beers in. And we're like, we're there for five hours talking about business. And he's like, we should set something up. And I'm like, I'd love to, but I just really ain't got time at the minute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And stuff and, and everything like that. Um, But yeah, and then he mentored us. And then we kind of we was doing markets and events. We was doing home deliveries, really stretching ourselves. Like our weekends were just delivering, yeah. um, doing all right. All I right. what was it? Three hundred quid, four hundred quid a week delivering them. Yeah. A lot of money to us, especially when you're especially when you're on four hundred pound a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've made it. Do you know what I mean? And then there was a girl called Harriet, and I don't know if you ever went to the old Nottingham store, the very first yes, one, the, on the, Market Square. Yeah, the one was um, downstairs. Yeah. yeah. We got a phone call. We got a message. And it was she was a friend of Megan's. And she says she's got a clothing business and it's that shop. And she says I'm, I can't make it work, so I need to. I want to get out my lease, but I can't. So I was going to sub. If you want to sub rent it, so we we did. And it was three and a
0: half grand a year. Fuck off. Three and a half grand a year for that room. And so, so anyone's not been to Nottingham, this this literally is uh, bang in the centre. To put it in perspective,
1: five guys next door is a quarter of a million pound a year. Yeah, and. It so, all goes on so you had pub. Shoe,
0: you had Shoe, and, uh, you've got Five Guys next yeah. year, everything. you've got Wetherspoons yeah. there, you, you, you're literally in the centre of Nottingham, three grand a year. Yeah,
1: fucking know. I even said, <laughs> why don't we just fucking live here? Yeah. Having a pot, like you got, put a bed down here, no one has to fucking know, that it's not your fucking, uh, yeah. no one has to know that you're living <laughs> here. Um, and yeah, we kind of did that, kind of got that going, we built the counter, we we built, I think, like Rue helped us build yeah. the counter. Um. And it was wicked. It was wicked. It was great. It was, you know, really fucking earning money. Like the first the first week of opening the store, um, we, um, I think we
0: took smart like four or five grand. Shit. Sure. Um, There's a big buzz about the store. And this thing, this is why, again, you're quite an enigma because people don't know anything about it. Because with the donuts, it's a case of you've got that sign outside and it's like once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So you then put on your Instagram it's or right. your Facebook, this is what we've got tomorrow. Mm. They're gone, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that, them, that mad rush, that again, that yeah. scarcity mindset. Do you got to go and get them? Yeah. And Sometimes I'd walk past and it'd be yeah. like a little bit later on in the day, But I'm, like, oh, I'm not going to bother going yeah. down because i not going to have anything yeah. left I'd want. Yeah. And you should, you'd normally be closed because the shop would only stay open while you had donuts, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. So sometimes the shop would close at like one yeah, o'clock. If, yeah. it, if they sold out, one o'clock closed. The
1: thing is, sometimes you'd let like Capital One come down and be like, oh, can I get 10 boxes of 12 donuts? And that'd like clear out, do you know what I mean? And stuff. And we were like, oh, but. Yeah, we took about three, I'd say probably opening week, we took about four grand. Because I remember going to the Audi garage on the Monday and being like, and my mate worked there at the time, salesman. And I walked in and I was like, I want to buy an R8. <laughs> and he was like, all right, so <laughs> let's have a look at some numbers. And I remember like 10 minutes into looking at numbers, I was like. I don't want to buy an R8. <laughs> and he's like, it's not the fact that you don't want to, it. it's like fact that you can't buy an R8. And I was like, oh, fuck So <clears throat> anyway, that was that. Um, it's kind of sunk my teeth in, you know, the thing is, my other director, Megan, um, who is my fiance, business partner, best friend, everything in between. She's, I'm only giving my kind of, Version of this, yes, do you know so. what I mean? Like, she, I she, imagine
0: hers is a lot more logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine you're a lot more emotion based. Yeah, I imagine yeah. she could be like, that's not how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up, um, Wade. Yeah, this okay. is not really happened. And, and um she's,
1: you know, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's, she's, you know, she could make a donut, but I won't do. I would not know how to do payroll. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. have a very, we work together, live yeah. together, do everything together, and we have a really good balance of. She has her job and I have my job. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's it. Um, and they never cross. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, we did that. Um, did the Nottingham store for a bit. Then we opened Derby. Like, nine months
0: later, we were oh. like,
1: we, like, we're like, we sick of business. <laughs>
0: How did that go down, by the way? Because obviously, Do Nots, knots, yeah. and you open up in Derby. Oh, so you know, the first thing yeah. that I thought in my head was, how the fuck are they going to, the audacity, uh, yeah. because again, people the don't know, yeah. like Nottingham and Derby, right. football teams, yeah, the, yeah. the rivalry is unreal. Not even necessarily yeah. football teams, but just in general, Nottingham yeah. doesn't really get on with Derby. Yeah. So if you used to go in there with the name Do N O T T S, N-O-T-T-S, yeah. nots, Nottingham, yeah. in Derby, that's got some balls. It fucking
1: went down like a lead balloon. Honestly, <laughs> it was fucking, it was mad. Um, opening day, <laughs> Like opening day of the Derby, saw took three grand, mad. Like just kept. It it was like I was mad. I was like, we're doing it. I was like, we like we're gonna be like Nando's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're smashing this. And um, yeah. And then that was it. And then we we rid the wave on that for a little bit. And then we opened Leicester. And then Leicester was you know doing great. You know what I mean. Leicester and Derby were never expected to be a Nottingham. No. They were never expected to make. 80,000 pound 100,000 pound a month there wasn't there was only meant to be basically they're set up as separate companies the idea was that if you set them up as separate companies you almost kind of build a franchise pack so you buy and sell the donuts to back to yourself Yeah. so you can gauge the sales so yeah. you can you know if it's not having a great month or they didn't can have see, a good month you can, you can see uh, which store yeah ah. and if if one of them goes it don't drag the other two down Yeah. so you and you get a small rate uh Business rate relief on them for the first year. So if anyone's it's opening fucking a fucking gold, yeah. So if anyone's opening a shop, start as a new company, and then the next year buy it off yourself for a pound, and then absorb it, and then because you get small business rate relief for the first year, you don't get it for year two, three, four, forever. It's just this one. So do it, and then buy the company off you like back to yourself for a quid,
0: and like a year later, and absolute, you'll save yourself like ten grand. Absolute fucking gold. <laughs> So then the way you're doing that is, is it just the first year then that you have the individual stores? And then once you know that they're going to be successful, you then buy them back and then you take them on part of the brand. So you're sort of like testing the water for a year. Yeah. Um,
1: Because you always set up up a lease of, um, five-year lease, break after three. So you get three years to kind of test the waters really. Um, And yeah, that's really it. And then we opened and then we closed Derby open and any
0: reason why I closed was that one or was it wasn't doing so well the
1: thing is with it that street Saddlegate used to be the street it used to be kicking everyone you speak to from Darby even the people from Nottingham Saddlegate used to be the place you go to really high-end stores really amazing um and when we went Doc Martin's went there Jules went there the white company um super dry you know and there was a uh, like a, a shop that sold like barber coats and mm. stuff and, and things like that. So really like nice things. We was not told this, but they were all concept stores. They were all stores put there by these companies to go. These ain't going to make any money, but let's just see how they do. Because if they make a little bit, uh-huh. then almost like a bit of a tax write-off. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we jo- we went there and we just, it just got to a point and it was like, you know, you've got this thing that makes hundred grand a month and you've got this thing that's making 18 to 20 but this thing that's making eighteen to twenty is, the, is needs more managing than this thing that's making hundred. Just business sense, yeah. just was like let's get rid of it. Yeah. Let's get rid of it. at least run out, and we're like,
0: right, let's just give it up. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a kick in the teeth. Like the thing is, but when you're you, still making money, it wasn't a failure. Just yeah. case up again, business sense. Oh mate, what's the point? What, it, like, well, it was you doing put your energy into something else. Oh
1: mate, it, it was doing quarter of a million quid a year, but you've got something that's making one point four million quid a year, so. I know it sounds daft, but it really wasn't worth it. No. And to people going, because it's all right. Like everyone loves to talk about turnover. Like I make two million quid a year. Do you think I make $2 quid a year profit? Yeah. No.
0: That, that, that's, that's the key thing. Turnover yeah. and profit are two different things. Yeah. So people hear, £2 million turnover. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. He's a millionaire. Yeah. I'm fucking not. That, that isn't, that, that's not... You know what yeah. I mean? And again, it's the business. So yeah. that's not you personally. Oh. Your business yeah. has that. Yeah. And again, as a director, we're not going to focus at the finances. But then you mm. then take money out of the business. It's like, so you are not £2 million rich no. in your bank. And yeah. people don't seem to understand that mm. concept. But again, it's then that smart business sense. And this is why then potentially... Longer in a couple of years you will then have that in your bank because you've got the business sense to realise right one of my stores is turning over this one of my stores is turning over that that's not anywhere near what I want it to get rid of that because surely if you want two stores that can make fucking two stores can make 5 million why would you not want that rather than having five that just make two well this is the thing like with with Derby I mean you can
1: throw as much money as like we're throwing like 500 quid a week into it into the marketing on it on like Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff and like I said, this thing that
0: was doing like 100, we weren't touching it on it, on marketing. Like there was nothing, no money being spent on it. And how was Leicester doing in relation to that? Did you, you, you had to push that with marketing as well? Or was that like Nottingham and organically growing?
1: It's organically growing. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, Nottingham will always be the best
0: because of the, of,
1: we've done it here. Do you know what I mean? Um, Leicester, Leicester again, it's, it's, it's doing all right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think when people, people, when they look at business, like no one knows how hard it is to make money. Like if I, if we put a Facebook ad up, you're sat there night before and you're thinking, yeah, man, like, ah, uh, look at that donut. I've got, we've got to create that ad that makes you want to go into town, drive into town, pay for parking or get the bus or any public transport. Walk to our shop in the pissing down rain
0: to buy a donut.
1: It's so much.
0: And the donut has to be that fucking good. That it has it's to worth be worth it.
1: it. Yeah. It's got to have like, that's that's what it is. It's got to have so much value. People think, fucking hell yeah, I've earned this. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: And this is what i to talked about before. And it's funny because one of my coaches when we were speaking the other day said the same thing about your members of staff. I remember when I first went into your store, the, the one originally, the original mm-hmm. one um, in Market Square, that the staff there was so good yeah and i think in, in hindsight it was your missus's mum or something yeah, was yeah. There. but we get that can't be confirmed because we don't know but it's, you yeah. said it sounded like her but the staff was so friendly welcoming the atmosphere was awesome and again people don't understand this about a business nice. it's not just having an amazing donut you want to actually enjoy the experience of going there, buying it. Because yeah. as you said, you have to get the parking. You've got to walk there if it's fucking raining. You don't want to have a fucking miserable twat behind the yeah. counter. They don't want to fucking be there. And then that also goes back to then you setting it up where you're looking after the staff. Yeah. Because they look like they want to be there. They were really encouraging. I think I said to you before, like when I was there, I didn't know. Because you do something. I, was, I can't fucking remember what it is. Like You buy six donuts for mm, a set price. Yeah, yeah. And i don't look at them and like, oh, I want these five. And then the, the sixth one I said to the lady said... I ain't got a fucking clue what else yeah, is good. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. And he said, oh, I'll recommend this one. Yeah. But she was really good at explaining to me why. And, for, yeah. it was, oh, and she says, Oh, what do you like? What don't you like? What sort of stuff? Said, oh, well, I'd recommend this one. And it was actually like really gave a fuck yeah. about that last donut yeah. for me. And I felt that and I was like, Oh, fuck, I like that. And, and you know, it's like what we talked about last week cus- customer service outweighs product every time,
1: mm. every single time. Like, and you know, it takes no effort to be nice to someone as it does to be horrible to someone. Yeah. You know, we have like a bit of a script that we have at Donuts that we give to all of our staff and everything like that. But we've kind of realised now that we don't have to give them the script. They kinda of know. Mm. Because there's that many people at work. Not at my not in my place, like my cause I because this is one of the things I kinda of live by. It don't happen with us. But there's that many people out there trying to do as little as possible. Mm. do you know if you want to progress in life, you know if you want more money, you know if you wanna get a promotion, you know if you you wanna be you want to be better have a better life all you got to do is just do your job
0: but That's not even it. necessarily do your job go above and beyond yeah. because you're there anyway yeah yeah go above and beyond I had this conversation so, so I think I can't remember to this to you last week or not but I had a conversation with one of my clients and she was struggling she was basically saying she goes into work and basically she's got this team of five people then she's got a manager and then the owner yeah. of the company and stuff and it's something to do with finance I didn't quite mm. understand it but essentially within her job her team is shit mm. so let's say she's meant to do five things yeah she's ended up doing 20 yeah uh, and basically she's getting no recognition for it. She's tired, she's stressed, getting angry at everyone. She's yeah. told the boss for the last five years and the boss has done nothing about it. I said, right, what you need to understand is that your boss ain't gonna change. This is the situation. It is what it is. I wouldn't recommend getting a new job in this market. So you're stuck with it. So I said, you're expected to do five, you're doing 20. I said, cool. I said, you need to change your mindset. You're gonna do 40. Mm. what do you mean? I said, well, if your team's gonna give you their stuff to do, I said, you need to go into that job with the mindset of you're gonna do double that. Yeah. So you're going to make every other fucker in that company look shit. Oh. And I says, does your job involve making the owner money? She went, yeah. I says, cool. I says, so if you, you're meant to be doing five, you've been doing 20, and you're doing 40. I said, I'm telling you now that at the end of the year, that business owner is going to come down and ask who the fuck is making them all this money. Yeah. No, I agree. Because who the fuck does not want to know who's making them that much money? Yeah, yeah. And then do you think that you are not going to get either a pay rise or a promotion?
1: Well, I, if, I mean, if if if, if, he's, if she's doing the jobs of those five
0: people... Get rid of those five people. Saves yeah. him money, and yeah. then she can get... But, but, but people don't understand that. So she was there. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, it's not going to change. If you've gone to a manager, and the manager for the last five years isn't doing anything, the only thing that can change is your attitude. Yeah, You're there anyway. Yeah. You are literally there anyway, and you're doing that work anyway. Stop moaning about it. Do more. Because it, then you're going to feel accomplished you're actually doing something you're going to enjoy doing and you've got purpose but to do it.
1: What she needs, to, what she probably needs to realise is that this ain't going to be, she's not going to do this one day and the manager's going to go, here's an extra 20 grand, nope. this is going to be a slug and yep. it's going to be a slug but what happens is it will
0: pick up enough traction to the point where it'll be like, yeah, like we need to sort of like start looking after her. Yeah, because she's going to go and make another company that amount of money and yeah. you can't afford that yeah it's like same with you if one of your uh, your chefs is every single i think we've had this conversation last week yeah. didn't we every time you're on with this one guy and you're getting substantially more compliments things like facebook mm. um things instagram shout outs when this one guy's baking you'd be fucking stupid not to go and find that guy and be like mate what are you doing differently yeah, yeah. What, what are you doing so different to all these are the bakers that's yeah. making me more money because you're advertising more da 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 yeah And then, right. So you're now. Then I'm opening up a story in, I don't know, fucking Birmingham, right? I want you. I want to pay X amount more to go to Birmingham and manage that up. But it's just all all he's done is his job. Yeah, yeah. But he's gone above and beyond what's expected of him. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the difference that people don't seem to understand. And
1: you know, it's you know, in work and stuff, and like as a director, I don't expect people. I'm not. I don't expect people to figure out how humans are going to live on Mars. I don't. It's a very simple process. It's like, you come to work. We make the donuts, make them the best way we can. We deal with the problems in the day and we go in. That's it. And, but, I'm, I'm really grateful for the team that I have now. And I love them all. Because, they just grafted. Like, we just get it. You know what I mean? Like, you could, you could be, we could be at the end of the shift and you could drop a thousand more donuts on us and be like, I need these making. Yeah, no worries. We, we're, we're noticing now that as businesses are starting to open back up, i we received an order on friday for like 1300 donuts like it's got to be made on the 16th of this month and it'll be no dramas like it'll be there's so much more like donuts can do and there's so much more that we're prepared to do and we're, we're fired up for it we're geared up we're just waiting for that switch do you know what i mean yeah. we're just waiting for that someone to pull that trigger and we can just be like let's go and expand yeah. do you know what
0: i mean so so wait, so, so, so the minute this time recording, we've got Nottingham, yep. Leicester, uh, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Three of those three. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's next?
1: Sheffield or Leeds. Yep. Um, the next thing is online. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for us. That will that we'll launch in the next couple of weeks. Term, actually, tomorrow, so Monday, Tuesday, Leicester Store is having a full refurb. Um, we're really going to try and do it in two days and then open back up on Wednesday, <laughs> hopefully. Um, we're going to do a full refurb. But then after that, I like to have stuff. I'm, I'm, I can't sit around and just do nothing. Like we open a store and it's like a big climax and it's like fucking getting everything sorted. I'm there like two weeks before ripping the store out with mm. the lads, you know, just laboring for the yeah. tradesmen. Do you know what I mean? Cause I love it. Um, and you get there and you open them keys for that first day and you open the door and there's a queue of 200 people and I just walk away from it and I'm done. And that's my job. And I get in my car and I come home and I'll go for lunch on my own and- Just sit. Okay. And I think, right, what's next? And that's the best time to plan because you're on this amazing high of, I can do anything. And I'm like ringing the song, like how much money we've Like, oh, it's like, we're like a quarter way through the donuts. We've took like 1,500 quid so far. I'm like buzzing. Like, we need to ride this. Um, When people- When you open a store, you basically open a store for the first month of takings. That pays back the tradesmen because you get 30 days from the end of their work on the invoice. That pays back all the tradesmen and stuff. So like the work that's being done tomorrow, I won't pay back until the end of of, the beginning of
0: next month. Do you know what I mean?
1: Um, Which is crackers really, you know what I mean? Because like, you know, when you think about it. You're getting paid to do. Yeah, it's like like flour. It's like I buy flour and I get flour on a 30-day invoice. So you give me the flour, I'll sell it. And then I pay you for it. So I don't actually pay for it. Yeah. If you think about yeah, it, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, that's kind of real plan of it and stuff. And like, it, it's there's a lot that we want to do, but you got, I've got, I've got a bit of time, man. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. You can't run before you can walk. You got to make sure that that new store is embedded, I've, it's doing well, and then you. Yeah. I've
1: got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of stuff. What I'm doing in my personal life as well. Like yeah. you
0: know, I'm I'm
1: training again, like properly. Um, and i i've just brought a house yeah. uh, get the keys on the in 20 days or something you know i've got a lot of stuff i want to do on my like personally do yeah. you know what i mean and i've 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 been doing this for like five six years now mm-hmm. and obviously i own another business as well yeah. and that's just like what's the business sideline sideline what side, side, what's that sideline cookies um Sideline started off as a sideline business <laughs> Like it was
0: Because you were bored and yeah, can, because, you couldn't yeah. like,
1: you know what? How much more can I push myself? And I was like, alright So um started making cookies
0: and yeah,
1: it just stemmed from that and we did I think it makes like six hundred quid a week, seven hundred. I, I was about
0: to say to you then what's yeah. what's the finances that? So it, it's it's a good little yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's not you know what I mean, it's but you see that. That's just all goes into uh, a business bank account, yep. and then it's very, very easy to manage. Mm. Like, I, I update the website on my phone. Mm. I manage it all from my phone. Obviously, I've deleted social media now, mm. so I don't have Instagram or Facebook personally. And I don't think I'll ever have it again no. because you spend so much time on it. Mm. You, you do, and it's this all, and like I. I'm not bothered about the past. No. I'm not fucking
0: bothered. No. I'm fucking, the future is what I'm aiming yeah. for. But you look back and learn from things. Because one thing I was going to ask you about, if you could start again, uh, w- what would you change? And one thing that just pops into my head when we talk about the Derby store and all that mm. sort of stuff. Would you, ch- if you could go back again, I'm not saying you're going to fucking mm. rebrand, but would you, looking back, have re-changed the name of the company so it didn't have the word Nottingham in it? Probably not, no. no. Probably. Is what? there anything you'd change? Um, just looking back in hindsight.
1: Probably no. No. Because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in the
0: position I am. Yeah. And I don't think if you change I mean if it happens for reason, I completely get that. Oh yeah. I just don't you know if let's say for example, like you could just go back and speak to yourself on the very first day be like, listen, dickhead. Yeah. yeah. This would be very stupid. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I wish I would've I, I tell you what I would have done. I wish I would have
1: realised how much Donuts was making at the beginning because I remember like year after year one um it was it was very minimal team tiny gavins. I was buying flour like by the pallet and it was like lessons like a month and a half and um, tiny bakery and um, all this and I remember they like it was like 160 grand in the bank and that was like no one ever said that's a lot of money mm. until we went to our bank and they were like, You've got loads of money. <laughs> they was like, We never see business accounts with this type of money in. And I was like, What are you on about? I was like, It's fucking like 160 grand. They was like, Honestly, you don't understand how many businesses run on zero. Like they're just doing it month to, by month. Yeah, they're just doing it month by month. I was like, What? I was like, That's my, um, then, because I love talking about the financials, mm. it's inspiring. I want people to understand though that that's not my money. No. That's, don't, imagine don't ask Yeah.
0: But you, it's, like, it's like you're playing a game. Yeah. It's like, it's you're playing a game. It's, and uh, this it's I love the process of business. Yeah. I love like, the Prime Project and everything I'm doing, like these podcasts and stuff, just not necessarily the podcast, just everything else around it and yeah. just growing my business and the Prime Project brand. I love that side of things. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I still love the coaching side of things. I absolutely love that. But mm-hmm. it's like, my whole mission is to try and help people Again, your mission. You've got your own mission, but when you're playing the game for your mission, it's fucking brilliant because you've got this company that's not you. And this money comes in. It's like playing football manager, like all this money you're transferring, this money, but it's not not yours. The the thing is, well, that's,
1: that's, you know, as a business, as a director, I think people, people, generally when you talk to people about business, why they want want to start a business is just because they'd say, you know, time, I want more time. Or if you want to start a business to get more time, mate, it's the biggest contradiction. Mm. You you have no like. Could you imagine working for someone for nine to, nine till to five night? Out what you could accomplish before nine and after five? Like you are there's no time there's, there's no time limits to what we do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you still answering emails in the evening. And it's a twenty hour day. It's a twenty hour day, mm. and you don't get paid for that twenty hours. You just get paid what you get paid a week, um, and. Yeah, it's like I think that P- I, I often get this thing of people going, "Oh, um, I could do that. I could do what you do. You couldn't. You could you, like you couldn't. Like I've been through everything. Everything you could ever imagine. We my missus we broke up. Do You know what I mean? We were, we were engaged and then we broke up again and you know, um we we've, we've we've someone tried to blackmail us, an ex-member of staff. We had to you know, we had to full rebrand. We had to get things copyrighted. We had to get things trademarked, move stores, open in multiple stores, you know, and then by the end of it, you sit there and you think, how am I coping with this? And you get to a point when mm. you're like, because mental health is a massive thing in business. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of business owners, you're here a lot of time in America, mm. like on, yeah. on just like shows and stuff. Like they have a therapist. Yeah. And. Cause you've had therapy, haven't you yourself? Yeah. 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 Um, because, like it's mad like the way the way I think about it is that you have to there's no one who you can go to as a business owner like there's no one you need a therapist you need someone like I've battled with it all I've had time I've had some like really dark times some times when I didn't think that I could do it do you know what I mean but then what happens is like no one tells me I can do it but three hours later that Switch flicked mm. and I'm like, I fucking got this. Mm. And you remember, and this is why these podcasts and things are so good because it makes me remember halfway come. who I am
0: mm. halfway and come. what I'm
1: doing. And the thing is, it's like the gym, the gym, obviously, as we talked about it before, like being overweight and stuff, the gym is a lot to me, mm. but I'm in a real working phase at the moment in my life. I'm not in a real gym phase mm. and yeah, I'm not in the best shape, uh, you know, as I am, as I'd like to be, but... I don't think you I don't think anyone would be if they're trying to make three million pounds a year. No. I'll take being a little bit chunkier. Yeah. I'll you know I'll I'll
0: will take it. Yeah. As long as you're looking after your health, is, as long as you're looking after your health, you're not comprising your health, which you're not doing because you're still doing stuff. Yeah. It's that balance though. It's like you're, oh, not, yeah. you're not gonna step on stage no. and make three million pounds a year no. and have a good family life. You, you, there's like this trade offs, so there has to oh, be. It was it was I was talking to a song someone in the
1: gym the other day about um body power. When we did body power yep. I'm there, you know, business owner, like donuts, got a queue of 100 people. We've got our own security from the NEC. Only, only, only company to have a queue besides, um, a queue that big besides like, um, physique apparel. Big into bodybuilding at the time. Luke Sandow comes up to me, starts chatting to me like I'm his best mate. Um, I'm a kid from Clifton Mm. who made donuts, and now it's this. And now I'm talking to Luke Sundell, who's the most upcoming bodybuilder in the world at the minute, Mm. the one that everyone's talking about.
0: Rest in peace. I know, yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: talking to Jordan Peters. I'm talking to Cuba, Jamie Joel, all these big brands, Tom Coleman. Mm. And I remember walking around and it was the most surreal thing. I was in the middle and I had two people behind me and two people in front of me. And I was walking around like I was like the president or something. It was mad. Like I was walking around like, like people, they were just kind of moving people. Around. And people like looking as if to say like, like, what's, and I was like, I was like, this is so surreal. Like, you know, you know like, to I'm like, get away, get away, get away. You know, you know, not now, no, no. Like, <laughs> um, you got these biggest names in bodybuilding, best physiques in the world. Something I'd love to aspire to be. But here I am, you know, the five foot five guy who's, Yeah, it goes to the gym. Who got bullied at school. Who got bullied at school. And now they want to talk to me. Mm. And that was the thing when I was like, I I am someone. Yeah. I am someone. And, you know, you have to just be sound. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You have to just be a nice guy.
0: and, And they'll spread the word of the business as well.
1: And, you know, you, you, it's it's that thing, isn't it? Like I've always wanted to be someone and I think I am. And I like I like being me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I have a good life. But it is odd mm. and it fucking breaks you sometimes. No. But and you know what? My advice is don't focus on the money. The money will come with hard work and effort. Just focus on getting your product or your service into in front of as many people as you can. And be the guy. And be the guy. And be nice. Don't... Oh, there's a there's a company called... What was it? Um, Fast, not Fast Graphics. Yeah, Fast Graphics. They've sold it now. Bloke who's shown it, I think his name was Tony Tony something. And the guy who does our graphics for us works for a new company now. And we, we he, he basically took us with him. Tony did all the stuff for small businesses. He was a small printing company, a small graphics for company. Starts going on Twitter. All these, all these fucking cake shops and everything opening up. Oh, By the time, we fucking this was before sugar tax came. By the mm. time, we incorporated sugar tax. And all. I'm thinking, you fucking idiot! This is we are your customers. Mm. We come to you for our stuff being printed. You, should, if you, if you have this opinion. Just keep it to your fucking it, self. Because yeah. all you've done is, well, now he's sold his business. He's had to sell it. He ain't got no business anymore. Yeah. Do you think if he would not done tweets like that, he'd have been like, all right?
0: Hmm. Yeah, he fucking would. It just... Keep your opinions to yourself. Just be sensible. But again, I think I think the key thing you've hit in a few things throughout this podcast, like cause again, everything you said in summary is like fucking bang on. But then another thing you said about it was make sure you're looking after your staff. That's a really, really, really key thing. Yeah. And also making sure you have that time to reflect on how well you've come. Because even then, again, we didn't go too much into it with the whole mental health side of things when you were, um, when you do sometimes doubt yourself. I think mm. sometimes you then need that reflection period to realise, fuck, I actually have come far. And it, it, I think we twitched on it last week where we were saying, um, I'm
1: really on this self kind of finding thing at the minute. I'm trying to find myself. And I think that I'm really trying to be happy with my own time yeah. because I'm someone who's never not around people mm. and I'm trying to be comfortable with me mm. if I want to go and sit and watch a film on my own downstairs I'll sit and watch a film downstairs on my own like and now I'm getting to a point where I'm enjoying my own time mm. company do you know what I mean and,
0: and that's the thing I've, 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 I've done it the opposite way around like I've gone to that stage first and then I'm building my business yeah, and obviously yeah. then, that's why me I mean you I think got on so well because we're, we're at different stages yeah, massively yeah. Like, my company's nowhere near your fucking size but it's like but we've got the same core ethics and values. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I'm at that place now where I am very, very comfortable sitting by myself. I am in that amazing place. Mm-hmm. But then you're now then finding that and then I'm then going the opposite way, trying mm-hmm. to then push the business when you're now just like trying to find that calm. But
1: it's like, it's like when, take for example, you you know, if you're unhappy, if you're sat there crying and mm-hmm. unhappy, people always come up to you and they're like, oh, it's all right. You know, don't worry about it. You know, you should be happy. Look at what you've got mm-hmm. and everything like that. As soon as you're laughing, no one comes up to you and goes, why are you laughing? Stop laughing. Yeah. The thing is you have to feel shit to feel good. You're allowed to fucking sit there and feel shit and cry <clears> because yeah. the, it's, it's, it's yin and yang. It's, it's an the opposite of part of, of it. life. But yeah. You need to understand how that feels to understand how good, mm. be it feeling good yeah. it feels. Yeah. And, you know, if you're ever sad or down... Just fucking take it as a day and go. Yeah. I'm fucking feeling like shit. Today.
0: And allow it because the more you yeah. resist it, the oh, more it persists. And will so it happen.
1: It will spread over days, yeah, yeah. and before you know it, it will spiral into depression. And yeah. you're allowed to feel shit. Like that's the thing. You're allowed to. You're allowed to get mad. You're mm. allowed to get because it's again. If you're not mad and everything's amazing, no one ever says to you, "Get fucking mad." Why aren't mm. you get? Why aren't you angry with this? Do you know what I mean? Like it's life. Yeah. It's balance, and you've got to experience it both. You've got to have times when you've got loads of money. You've got to have times you've got fuck all money. It's yep. experience what it's like. Do you know yeah, what I
0: mean? 100%. No. But yeah,
1: it's... um, But yeah. It, and the, the, like the stuff that I've talked about and stuff, it's not something I've, I've made up. It's mm. stuff... It's years of pulling gold off people. Do you know what I mean? And being like, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've got that. Do you know what I mean? Like I can... I Can use your advice because mm. you pick advice up from people you never ever expect.
0: Could be a student of life,
1: yeah, yeah. You have to be, and yeah. and like my no. what does she know about running a business? But she's she she's pulled like I can't really remember him now, but like you'll hear it, you'll feel something or something will happen, mm. and it will like you'll remember that that phrase or something that they yeah. said and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, but
0: yeah, mm. no, honestly, wait, this has been. Absolute pleasure, and again, awesome. that's that, 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 that I'd love to appreciate for all the, the openness and the knowledge you've shared, especially when it comes to business and like the personal stuff inside the business and yourself. Um, I'll put all the links in the show notes to donuts, and yeah. hopefully, by the time this goes live, there'll be the online thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I would normally give a shout out to your social media, but you don't have any. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. all I'm going to say to people is go check out the, the donuts website. Uh, again, all yourself some donuts. You've also got a side business uh, sideline side as cookers, well, yeah. sideline cookers, uh, and again. Anything that's resonated with you guys, again, don't forget to drop a drop us a like, share the message, share the love, and help us spread the word. So wait, it's been a pleasure. Have a awesome. nice afternoon.
1: And you, mate.